existence. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Radiant Black Podcast. This is a podcast focused on Radiant Black and all things Massiverse. Radiant Black, of course, by Kyle Higgins, Marcelo Costa, Becca Carey, and Michael Basudo. Today, I'm your host, Bash, and I'm joined by my fellow hosts and friends, uh, Ali, Charlie, and Matt. How's everybody doing today? Doing good. Um, super exciting week. We got Rogue Sun, we got Radiant Black, and Inferno Go Red was last week, so February is out to a great start. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Kind of like the book exists now, so it's kind of just out there. I was able to reread it on the weekend. It's fucking fantastic. Um, so yeah, no, just a real treat as always, but doing really good. Packed week this week. Got some uh big DC news, which is big for a lot of us DC fans. So that was that was some exciting stuff. And then yeah, a couple um, incredible issues this week as well. Rogue Sun and Radiant Black and uh yeah, it's been good. Um, also, I want to quickly, how, how are you doing, Ali? You're a uh, lo- little under the weather for a bit, so it's nice to kind of he- hear you back. Yeah, I'm doing much better. I still got a cough lingering, but I don't, it must have just been like a really bad cold. I got it first, oh, okay. and it just it stuck with me for like a week and a half at this point. But I'm yeah. doing better, thank you. Yeah, and I'm here too, staying out of trouble. So, you know, that's that's all you can ask for in uh, in the current year. So, yeah, excited to talk Radiant Black, though. It's been a minute. It's uh, This is the first Radiant Black of the year, right? Unless something happened in January that wiped my memory. memory? Yeah, I'm I'm mumbling already, but yeah. Oh, Oh. that was was, was on my 2022 list. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're the experts, clearly. Here. So yeah. We don't even know when the fuck anything's coming. Up. But yeah, I'm down to talk about it because war is coming. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's discuss the buildup. And we got some new characters. We got some little bit of world building. And we got uh, United States Postal Service. I'm sure uh, those, uh, you know, postal workers in the in the Massiverse fan base are feeling great and wearing the, uh, you know, the badge with pride. And we got the <laughs> incredible Eduardo back, too. So that, that was that was awesome to see as well. Nice uh, duo, dynamic duo here, Marcelo and Eduardo working together. It almost like encapsulates the cover in that sense. We got the two radiants and the two radiant artists working on the book. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, nice to see Raul Angulo come back and do colors. He's done colors for a couple of other issues. So that's always a welcome addition. Uh, Becca Carey, of course, is the extraordinary letterer working on pretty much, I think, all the Massiverse books. So there you go. I don't know how she has time to do that and work on a bunch of other DC books and a bunch of other indie books, all of which are great. Go check them out. Uh, we got cover A, like uh, we mentioned by the incredible Federico Sabatini. You know him, you love him. Cover B, which is, from what I've heard, a uh, comic book uh, cover debut. So Sashi Edirowira did the cover B, which is incredible. Just Nathan, uh, you know, morphing into Radiant Black. One of my favorite covers, actually. It really pops, honestly. That's awesome. It's a good one. That was one and of the ones we got a while back, too, with the, the USB the Radiant Black box. Yeah. 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 It was a long Access. time just sitting there. Excited to finally seize the light. Yeah. They've been using them now. That one, the one, the one Perez one, I think they did yes. a few issues ago. Yeah. Yes, yes. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, we'll open the issue in Arlington, Virginia. Clearly some sort of intelligence agency from the looks of it. We've got uh, formal office workers. And someone's looking up the footage from last issue of the robot destroying uh, Wisconsin. You know, just crawling out of the ocean. Uh, we see someone make a phone call. So it seems like an intelligence agent or something like that. And we're back in Lockport. Really good to see the guys together. We get the familiar scene of them, you know, walking down the streets of Watford, just chilling. And and the banter starts off right away with Marshall suggesting that they drop off the robot at NASA. So I'm not sure what you guys think, but uh, I actually thought at first, I was like, this might be a good idea. And then I was like, oh, no, they'd never, they, they'd never be able to, uh, they'd never have their own, like, privacy again if they did that. It's it's definitely not Marshall's worst idea. I'll just say that. Like, Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I don't know. Honestly, I still don't hate the idea. And I think, like, NASA could get involved later on. I don't know. But, yeah, you could just have one of them wear the Radiant the whole time, bring over the technology and say, hey, what, like, have you guys ever found a trace of this or whatever? Like, I don't, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, no, we, we got uh, got another involvement of another group that we'll talk about later on, which is kind of interesting. But I, this issue is really like a return to form and kind of like 
more ways than one. Like last issue, we had kind of all the radiance come together again, but this one we was really just Nathan and Marshall, like exclusively, um, which was which was kind of nice. And yeah, and then we get the miraculous return of uh, Mills and Peters, which is which is really fun to see as well. They don't even yeah. like give him the courtesy of coming out of the car. Like it's the biggest, like, you know what I mean? No, they've been they've been waiting to just like meet up with this guy with these guys again and just give them shit. Like, yeah, no, they've they've been waiting for this moment. But no, it was good. It was good to see them come back for sure. Seeing Nathan and Marshall walk down the street at night, they definitely uh, it's reminiscent of the first issue for me. And like all they're missing is the alcohol and the radiance and the uh, train tracks, yeah. really. But I like that. Also, why not Area Fifty One? Is that still a thing? I mean, it feels like that's the place. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. You get shot down though. You'd really need like a Facebook event to really plan to go there, right? Like a gathering. Everyone. Remember, remember we did that. Remember how, stu- how stupid people are, uh, including myself included. I didn't go, but like, yeah, that happened. Anyways, uh, yeah, I, I like them walking down, and like the NASA talk is nice. Mills and Peters was a surprise, but geez, like honestly, I would just run over Marshall and and talk to Nathan at this point because he's so rude to these cops that I've done really nothing to them, but like kind of save their asses. <laughs> realistically, like, would you rather like I don't know, like he didn't even offer. A, he didn't even offer them a bath bomb with that burn man like honestly yeah oh, this but, like... i just want to say like the lettering though by becca carry there do you guys notice like it's like whoop whoop you know the car pulling up i yeah. really like oh, how it's in red yeah. and blue i think that's a yeah. really nice touch just wanted to point that out becca there was, there was something uh, similar she did with uh i forgot what issue exactly but the one where he was fighting um excel i think so what no I don't remember, but it, the the um, Doppler when she used the lights to like, or the oh, sound okay, from yeah, the lights yeah, yeah. to hold down really Marshall good. after he got beat up. Remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like really, just like yeah, just kind of playing with all the all the letters and stuff. No, she's yeah. just yeah, really really good with just kind of making those onomatopoeias really really stand out for sure. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really liked how Mills and Peters too, like actually came in, like they had like, like they, they're important characters. Like they know really, like they're the only people who know the identity of radiant black. So yeah, they're the connection kind of to the government who's looking for help right now, um, from these guys. So I thought that was really cool. Like just kind of, uh, Marshall's pressing his luck being a dick and like, they know his identity and they're keeping it secret too. They're kind of doing him a favor and he's pushing his luck here. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's kind of like uh, Dead Lucky Vibes or like Maria, how you have kind of cops that are working against a system that might not be the best way of going about things and how just people knowing each other and knowing like, hey, if I tell you like the higher ups are going to fuck you up. <laughs> Granted, I don't think things are going to get as hot and heavy between uh, these four. Bibiana was like, know. I'll just slip into the DMs, you know, <laughs> instead. <laughs> hot girl cop or hot cop or whatever. She is in BB's phone. But yeah, uh, I don't know what Marshall would call Officer Mills and Peters in his phone. That They're not exchanging numbers, though, so we won't have to worry. <laughs> No, it's but it, it is like I do I do like what Charlie said. I appreciate that they bring back these characters. We've always joked about them, but we really do like them. I like that they they like I like that it's specifically them. I like this whole interaction. I appreciate it. But I, I do like that Marshall's just being Marshall. Like there it is. There's the blackmail. You can just like hear Will Friedel's voice in that. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just Oh There's a God. lot of that. Like Marshall's not the negotiator. Nathan's the calm, cool. He's the good cop. Marshall is the bad cop. You know what I mean? Like in the situation. So there's Excuse a lot of you, times it's where... a good radiant, bad radiant, sir. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or we got spider cop. Why not radiant cop? But uh, that'd be too Green Lantern. DC would be bringing down the uh, the lawsuit hammer for sure. But yeah, no, I I really enjoy showing the difference, and I love the way that this series is balancing. Like we don't know in the suit whether it's Marshall or Nathan when they go and do these individual outings and stuff like that. So it's kind of nice and it makes radiant black, like more of a, like more of a mantle that you don't know who's going to hold it. And it mm-hmm. kind of the power grab between those two and those two using the power together and how that's divvied up. I think that really adds a really cool flavor to the best friend dynamic and stuff like that. And it's been cool to explore it throughout these last few issues. Yeah. And I just want to say like the only, like speaking of Green Lantern, if we don't get like, if we ever do get a crossover, like of Image and DC again, I want to be the first meeting ever of like Image and DC, like again, to be just Radiant Black, like flying through the cosmos and then just seeing fucking like Mogo all of a sudden, just like, just like really briefly, just like seeing Mogo for like a second, (laughs) he's gone. That'd be like the best brief cameo ever. Or um, Marshall's flying with uh, Orson, and then Atrocitus and Dexter interfere, and then you got the ultimate SmackDown. That's that's. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. We're we're fanficking now, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> gotta love it though. What would you guys think of this uh, this big character here, uh, Mister Kieran? Uh, kind of, I don't know. Kind of re- gave me big Cecil Stedman vibes, but uh, oh, definitely. Yeah. He's he's we, definitely we've been waiting sketchy. for it, right? 
Like we we've been waiting for it now. The the Cecil. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. It's kind of the piece that's been missing, been missing here. But um, yeah, kind of, kind of. He has a little interesting um origins. origins so so here. why do you think he wants shift so bad? Is it because shift cut his eye? Maybe. That's a good. Yeah. No, I never even thought of that. No, I like that. I like that theory. Uh, I think for sure. I I'm kind of like confused. Like a little bit like he's saying like the so he's basically saying like the big robot stepped on a post office or something and the and the uh usips or whatever made a claim so he's he's coming in and he got an extra budget to kind of hire these radiants and defend it but um like was like was there not like blocks destroyed and stuff like why like why is it just the post office that's it sounds flimsy right like do you guys really think that he's been working in the postal agency or is he just like a guy who's been hired by like some other operative and is like acting like he's like a postal worker i don't want to judge a guy you know based on the scar and stuff like that but i think it's very interesting that the no one symbol is a circle with a slash through it very similar to that scar if there's no connection to no one this is at least a radiant red herring right now I just I, I I don't I don't see the leader of the post office with a big ass war scar like that's just what I don't pay. I don't know <laughs> something. This is a man in black shirt right here. One hundred percent. Something's up. Something. Yeah, like one hundred percent. This dude works for some intelligence agency or something. There's like there's definitely more than meets the eye. I see what I did there. And the perspective, yeah, and the perspective of him yeah. like looking through the window. You have almost up the bars. It reminds me of Swamp Thing Anatomy Lesson, one of the best issues ever yeah. written of any comic. And uh, yeah. it's just nice. And you have the perspective like he's watching them. He's got the coffee like. He's got the co- he, like he's ready for this. He knew they were coming. You know, he's not like there's definitely a lot going with Kieran. Also, phonetically, Kieran, no one, Sam, no syllables. <laughs> like, I don't know. No, I don't know. This guy that. right here is putting his, his <laughs> tin foil, his tin foil hat made out of zero zero one scraps on right now. That's what he's wearing. But I just want to say that panel where like that one square. I just made a meme. I'm, I'm claiming this, and we're gonna use this all the time because it's hilarious. It's just like take that square, that panel of of Kieran's hand flashing radium black, the image of shift. Just take mm-hmm. that entire thing, copy paste it, and make it a meme. And what massive verse fans really want. <laughs> it's just like it's just that like, works so well because everybody wants him. Who yeah. do you guys want cast as so and so? Just like, we really want him, and just have like a picture of whoever. Yeah, I, that's good. That's a good call. That will be a meme. That's a great one. Um, so yeah, no, I I um I really do. I like the color change here. I feel like it's still really consistent in terms of the series tones but it actually is noticeably different enough to where like it feels like a different color is this on the book so yeah um looking forward of course uh to i i can't remember if we announced this last episode or not but if we didn't we'll just announce it right now radiant black number 24 has been solicited we are returning spoiler alert spoiler we're returning to existence according to the solicits Cover looks amazing. We got another Carlini cover. So Carlini fans rejoice. You know the gauntlet just gets better and better. And hell yeah. Um, hell yeah. And um, there's a Blacklight edition. And since it's going to be issue 24 of Radiant Black, there's not going to be as many orders for a 9.99 issue of a t- issue 24 of an indie series because that's just not how it works unless your store is huge and just orders a ton of everything. So if your show isn't huge, make sure you put your pre-orders in because it's going to be a fantastic issue. You guys remember how incredible those Radiant Black 10 Black Lights were. And remember, they will not be reprinted. Got a question for you. Why is Marshall's garage bigger than my apartment? He's the home owner. The it's only huge. unrealistic, the only unrealistic aspect of Radiant It's Black. the most ridiculous thing. If I saw Radiant, I'd be more believable in real life. Than then, like, exactly. No, no, you literally... Dude. Who got fired six months? Of course, you got bills. You're bill, you know. Matt, <laughs> Matt has bath bombs like everywhere, but somehow owns a home. That yeah. is the most unbelievable. It's, it's, not just, it's a really nice home, man. It's like two, two, two floors, a big ass garage. Like it looks like a nice neighborhood too. Dude, he has a, he has a basketball life. hoop on his garage. Yeah, like, 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 move in with yeah. Really. like man balls, dude. Like yeah, exactly, dude. Like I don't know, man. Uh, that's actually i'm so glad you pointed that out because i feel like it's always been in the back of my head but i never like fully like processed it yeah yeah so now that you mentioned it yeah, like, it's kinda yeah that, ro- that robot it's not small either like fuck that. yeah well, fuck, nathan, fuck if you, yeah if nathan didn't go to la i mean he could have had like a mansion at this point i guess if he was more <laughs> determined than marshall but either way i mean you know it doesn't ruin it it would have been nice this is a little nitpick is if we could have had his car uh, parked outside the garage or outside of like on the street because that was the point he made of like has to park on the on the street 
but that's just kind of a nitpick that would have just added a little flourish but that's you know neither here nor there i still like enjoyed this issue and it's so sketchy you know it's sketchy yeah. to have the robot in the garage like you know something's mm -hmm. happening there, there's one typo in this issue and when i saw it i immediately thought of matt because i was like i know I he's laughing it. his ass off it's probably it. it's like probably instead of probably i think or was it a dc issue i can't remember but i'll remember when, if we stumble upon it but it was the typo in a comic I recently read. I hope it, if it's not this audit. It's bad enough when I give like editors shit to their face or like after we did an interview with like I'll be like, oh, by the way, you know, you're like prize, prize and joy. I noticed on page 37, panel six. Like, you, you oh, know, and it's just, I feel bad, but like I, if I was writing like no, man, Michael, Michael, everyone knows everybody who, who is like genuinely into the massive verse or keeps up like, uh, you know, with everything genuinely knows that Michael is, is a machine. He's incredible. He's, he's really good. And what he does, we all appreciate and, and love Michael. And honestly, I'm genuinely impressed with Michael. Like, I, I, I look, he's everywhere. He's, he's he's everywhere. He's like, he answers Reddit questions. He answers Discord questions. He answers Twitter questions. He's just like, he really is Mr. Massiverse. Like, he really is. He, he just, he's everywhere. Like, truly, he he might be the robot, like, in, in secret. That, <laughs> that might be, that might be it. Doesn't want to nah. be a celebrity, puts out bomb-ass books, and becomes one of the best editors I've ever seen. Like, geez, that seems like you're going against, uh, no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, anyways, yeah, no, we point out these mistakes because we, we, like, we're drooling over these books, reading them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Just, I'm, just, I'm literally just teasing, but I, I, I mean, I, I feel like everybody who read the book will have, for the most part, noticed it, but... I, mean, I remember when remember when they when they forgot the radiant for a few pages on that one issue nobody really cared it was like yeah this series they did it across false. like it seemed that month like i think in red or no it was pink issue one i think they forgot one like it was kind I of across the books the yeah, issue yeah, with yeah. the symbol i did literally didn't even you're, even, you're even the only one man like it's I, like when people, people say notice. yeah when people are like hey did you see phoenix at the end of uh, x-men 2 i'm like no i've seen the movie like 10 <laughs> times I, I don't i don't see it in the water i don't but have you guys noticed that a lot of people have been posting? Well, this is something I've noticed generally. I know you guys have noticed it too because mm. we've talked about it. Is that whenever someone posts the picture of Supermassive, the page where uh, we see the Radiant, uh, you know, whatever it is for Soon the first guy. time. Soon guy, yeah, where we see yeah. Soon guy for the first time. Everybody, like, feel, I feel like everybody's memory lapses for a second there because I've seen a lot of people, like, who've read Supermassive be like, oh, I don't remember that. And I'm just like... I, I, I kind of get it because it, it's true. So much amazingness happened in Supermassive. But I just remember when we read that being so like, like mm -hmm. blown away. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Like freaking out. Like someone sitting on that them. sick ass design. <laughs> they haven't even used it yet. Like, they, yeah, exactly. So it's like, have you guys noticed them? People have recently been talking about that. Like I the, saw a the, bit on Twitter. Like, I, oh, yeah. I, I also think part of it is because they revealed it so long ago and there really hasn't at yeah. least for radiant blacks uh vision for marshall's vision we didn't get uh, as much payoff as we did for like we just got inferno go red and the rogue sun one was paid off like literally weeks later when uh, when rogue sun number yes. one came out hmm. but this one we've been waiting for a long long time it's true yeah a good point I have a theory going on later. Well, we'll talk about we're getting more Wendell stuff later on. And well, I have another theory about soon guy. Like I'm interested to see where that goes. That's really interesting. And the, the skin, I don't know if I said it when we talked about the issue, but it reminds me of Bash. You probably remember. I don't know if uh, uh, this uh, brand has a skin in League of Legends. Yes. It's like kind of like that. It's, it reminds me of that in like a, the oh, yeah. best way. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's a that's a really great comparison. I just want to say like this actually shed some light on this page right here where they're talking in the garage on what uh, Shift's actually been up to like for real, at, at least according to what their information is telling them. Because they say that he's scaled up, he's got a whole dark web exchange, and Karen claims he's moving a ton of 001 weapons. So we know for a fact that that's somewhat true because... Again, spoiler alert, make sure you skip the next 10, 15 seconds if you haven't read Dead Lucky 5. But we've met two new villains in Dead Lucky 5 who are part of Shift's crew, one named uh, Pyre, and the other one, we don't know their name yet. So these two are clearly, they've gotten their technology from Shift because it looks like 001 tech. So so this, like, there is validity to what is being claimed here. So what do you guys think about that? Yeah, it's a it's a loaded question. It's a tough one. Like, yeah, I don't I don't really know. Like the whole the whole technology thing. Like him. Like I kind of have a theory about shift later on that might be a little stretch that I, that I kind of want to wait a little later on. Mm -hmm. But no, it's definitely it's definitely cool. Like um, just kind of getting in and seeing kind of 
what exactly kind of he's been up to. And I don't know, like, I, I know we mentioned like they didn't team up this issue, but I'm kind of like, I was a little surprised. Like he like shift isn't like trying to like come to some agreement like with them. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. I think, I think it's pretty, pretty on, uh, on brand for shift. Cause that's what he's been doing the whole time. But when they had, um, Oh my God. What was that YouTube channel called? I forgot. It's been a while since we've seen them. Um, oh, yeah, that's Epic Front. Yeah. Epic Front, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was working with Epic yeah. Front, making weapons, Epic and Front. now, yeah. like, they might be, Riley, and I forgot his, his partner's name, they might Jace. be out of the picture. Yeah. There you go. Riley and Jace may be yeah, out of the picture. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. He's, he's still going to keep going. I, I yeah. The name Shift, like, Shift is growing on me. Like, the moniker Shift is really sweet. He's like, kind of, like, shifts the tides of war, right? Like, you, he's mm-hmm. important. He's, like, kind of like the character that they had never got fleshed out in The Last Jedi. Uh, what's his face there? No one remembers because he had like eight eight lines. Is um, it DJ? Yes, or, Benicio yeah. del Toro, the slicer there. Oh, he yeah. was it. Del, yeah, yeah. Either way, he was dope as hell. But also, like, there is that kind of stuff of people that benefit from war. It's like, hey, you guys gonna make arms? Well, we'll sum to both sides, you know. Or people, it's like whatever benefits me. I don't give a shit about either side. I want to make sure that I'm comfortable, and that's why Shift works so well as a villain. And also, in this upcoming war, do you want him hoarding this tech, or do you want him telling you, you know, everything you can find out about it? We'll find out. Yeah, yep. yeah, great point. point. Yeah. What did you think of the, like this little? I love and I this is this is why like I like it when we get different uh, like uh, colorists or artists occasionally for different issues because we get cool things like this that you know the other artist uh, doesn't normally do in that style or just a cool just something cool in general. And I like this page a lot where uh, where Marshall tells Nathan to get the radiant ready just in case because someone's knocking on the garage door. I really like. The way of the radiant, just the whole like interaction of him activating it. I feel like it's a little bit different than what we're used to. Yeah. With transform, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm, so yeah, there's um, there's that colors a few times, like even like when he was flying away later in that issue. That kind of reminded me of that. Like yeah, no, there's there's something a little different to it, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that was and it was cool too. Um, like this was interesting seeing the radiant kind of mess up again and i know we kind of talked about this little prior but um like we, we are kind of wondering if this is kind of an emotion thing because later on like we've seen it kind of mess up a few times but we see it here uh, mess up for nathan too um just kind of like and I, he might be a little stressed out wanting to put it on i don't know if that would cause it to stop but i'm starting to think it's kind of like a sharing thing maybe starting to i think so too yep. along those lines uh, i think it doesn't look right. like they're meant to be shared and they've been switching it between them like all the time now every fight they do is just switch yeah. switch switch, switch so. it's not a twix bar <laughs> no <laughs> it's definitely not yeah i do uh, i i like this uh element and i gotta call kyle well done for no erectile dysfunction joke you feel like this is you know spider-man 2 we're ready we're, we're just teeing up the bat for those but no there was none and i do like this element of like i think it might come down to uncertainty or like shock because nate marshall doesn't or nathan doesn't know what's on the other side of the door and it's a little like uncertainty or maybe surprise me i don't know if it's surprise because they've been in a lot of rough conflicts but later when it happens in the issue there's another thing that divides mm-hmm. his attention and he can't focus so i feel like that would be an issue and i do like what you guys are saying about the radiant not being meant to be shared like they might choose a different host like they, the radiant might have uh they might prefer the radiant might prefer <laughs> nathan or marshall because marshall's kind like of a yeah, symbiote that's true. Is what you're that's true. like a symbiote yeah. kind of like a relationship with the yeah. builder mm-hmm. and uh in the theories uh discord channel i forget who said it uh might have been riley man i don't want to give credit to anyone that didn't say it, but i feel like it was riley man was talking about how uh, because it bonded with uh, Nathan first, right? It might be a closer attachment. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah, that's no, a good point. It might be it's like kind of just using. Yeah. It was kind of maybe just using Marshall as like a kind of just a fill over until Nathan gets out of existence. Maybe kind of. Yeah, I don't know. True. It's a good point. Like so, our one of the favorite characters of the entire community, the Rain and Black community, the best community, one of the best comic book communities. Love you guys. Uh, Wendell, one of our favorite characters, just shows up <laughs> completely out of the blue. You know, just shows up like, "What's up?" Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought it was really funny, just the whole interaction of you know Marshall getting on, you know, crawling on, on you know, just down, just to see like who's outside the garage. Because let's face it, a creepy old guy with a scar on his face comes up to you and says he's from the USPS, is hunting down some teleporting dude with alien technology. Like, I'd be kind of scared too. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, maybe. 
what kind of projects are you working in the garage that you can't open the door? Like I'm carving open a deer here. I can't open. Like I, like, I know Dexter. there is stuff like wood shop stuff. Like, I knew you were going to go to the Dexter. <laughs> well, young Dexter's on the way. So, I mean, I'm, I'm getting in the mood here, but yeah, I no, I mean, that's not even Dexter. That's just good hunt. That's just good, some good venison really. But uh, no, um, <laughs> I, I do like that. Is a perfect like, Hey, sorry, I've got a project going. Like that's like, you'll have to speak louder. I'm wearing a towel. Like it's perfect. And then Wendell is such a good, like straight man to deal with Marshall's bullshit. Like he's not having any of it. And Marshall barely even tries. Like, I think he cuts back on the nonsense when, when, uh, when Wendell's around. You, yeah. you know what I think too? He probably saw so much of Marshall's bullshit in his visions that <laughs> seeing it like one more time in real life doesn't phase him at all. He's been through this a million times already. What if he what if he literally just phases through every interaction to get through the ones that don't give him bullshit just so he'll go in there and not have to deal with Marshall giving him like lip? Like I swear to God I could see him doing that. I swear to God. It's funny, we joke, but Marshall literally could be the biggest problem here if we do think that Soon Guy does end up being Marshall, because it seems like Marshall is at least not supposed to be carrying the Radiant right now, and or be dead at this point, for the better of humanity, so you can see how it is a lot to deal with. This wisecracking guy is like, yeah, I'm just trying to, like, you probably shouldn't be here right now. Like, who who even knows? This, the time, like, I we do say that this is, there's been, like, a bit of growing pains in this era, but I can't say that the dynamics haven't been really interesting in the layers of this era and that what they've added to the series of a whole haven't been like really fascinating and really interesting. Yeah. It, it is an interesting ultimatum. Like what a way to build up the catalyst war for Wendell just to show up our resident, uh, you know, just like a, a seer and just straight up to tell them that, look, you got to like do what Kieran says. Otherwise the war is going to happen. Like this is what it takes. And they're just like shocked. And I just want to say that look on that page where he's like telling them you're right to be concerned and like the beings who the radiance come from are going to be coming and they just look shocked. That's literally an insert. You guys don't know what this book is yet moment because it really is right. Like that's, that's literally what's happening. So yeah, I think that I thought that was funny. I because... was always wondering is Kyle more Marshall or Nathan, but really he's been Wendell the whole time. So, <laughs> it's true. But you guys realize that's the, that's the like issue one solicit basically there. Like that's what they're addressing. So it's been like, 21 issues and we're finally about to get and i don't mean this in like a bad way like it's been built up beautifully and we're finally about to get a peak maybe or a tease or a crumb at these celestial beings or god knows cosmic beings i don't know what they are very exciting yeah yeah and we i i love we, we end up seeing uh what wendell's doing later on um but i love he just freaking like when he pulls up he just like wheels in his freaking giant ass toolbox it's not a big toolbox but i know like and i know we make the jokes about how like ripped he is all the time but man those things are freaking those things are heavy like he had to put that in his car by himself and stuff like i don't know if he's the help from the radiant but man that's uh I thought struggle. he was at first. I thought he was bringing in Marshall's compost bin, but we know Marshall doesn't let anything oh. green go to waste. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. just want to say, like, you guys know that scene in the in one of the X Men movies with Quicksilver, where like he puts on the thing, runs mm. around the kitchen. There's like the opera music and everything. Yeah, yeah. I could totally see like a scene of Wendell just doing that because he knows what everything's about to happen. So it's just him like dodging bullets, moving out of things, <laughs> like just yeah. at the right time. You know what I mean? Like with the perfect yeah. music. You can don't in, see him do something like that. In the Marvel Animal Universe, is he Quacksilver? Is he a duck in that? Or is he not involved? Like, I feel like <laughs> anyway, uh, that should be happening. It's uh, probably because we're streaming on StreamYard and I'm staring at a duck in the watermark in the corner. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's but yeah, no, I do like that. I, it, I do. It is funny. Uh, any callback to the Quicksilver in those X-Men movies. Always fun. That's yeah. So it, it's really interesting because he says, I didn't just come talk to talk to you. And that's where we get uh, the ominous like skip because, we'll, you know, we'll obviously they're going to recap what's happened as they're flying. Uh, this time Marshall's in the driving seat again and he's carrying Nathan. And that's where we get the joke. And, and, and it's these it's these points that I can never tell. Is this like discord in you know the community, the radiant blast community, radiant black community informing? this joke sort of or is it kyle or is it both i think it's a little bit of both but he says to nathan uh, marshall says to nathan an electrical engineer who can sort of see the future and he's jacked how is that guy single <laughs> <laughs> no that was good that was good and yeah we could see but like i, I don't know like as we've got a little more insight but um i think we can tell like 
I think like with the way the guy's mind's at, like, I don't know if he'd be able to sustain a relationship kind of thing. Like you just freaking always see in the future. I don't know if you guys seen the, um, seen the trailer of the flash, um, like TV show, but, um, like it, it came out and they show like Barry kind of, he has like a calendar that kind of mm. shows the future and he can tell, like he tells Iris when she's having a baby and she, and he just starts like predicting the future. And that's, that's just what I picture kind of window. Like, uh, honey, so I saw that, the future kind of a mess honey i saw the future and if you don't let me watch the playoffs the world ends very much could use that to his advantage i like their camaraderie here though we did we did talk about this a little bit behind the scenes where we're talking about like there's almost that dante and randall-esque vibe where you know he's he's telling like marshall's uh, sorry nathan's telling marshall oh jj you know wants to talk about my short story and then and he's like do you even, you know, Marshall asked him, do you even want that? And he's like, I'm not sure it's actually real. It's never actually real. <laughs> Marshall hits him with a, don't worry, now that she's bringing Brayden, I'm sure she'll come through for you. Oh, and that's when, that's when Nathan tells him he's an asshole. So very Dante and Randall-esque exchange there. Love it. Very funny stuff. And we, we, we love this kind of camaraderie between the two. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I love this little his interaction because I think it, I read it a couple different ways, right? Where, you know, he's talking about the short story. It's never actually real, like his career. Yeah, and stuff yeah like that. Yep. But also there's there's the element for me of like, that's his one connection to JJ and like the romantic story. And of like, you know, he would ideally he'd love to move to L.A. and stuff like that and be with her on, on some level if it would work, if he could get the story going. And I think it's also of like if that could work, that love connection could work because he says like it's never actually real. That can apply to a lot of stuff. And they can show how his attention is divided because he brings up JJ and then the power short circuit shortly after. Right. So when you're deeply in love or relationships end, not even like in a bad way, but in just like a way it's like this could work if like there was a couple of tweaks or the dreaded timing doesn't line up like you don't. It, it's almost worse than a bad breakup because like at least that's over. That person's terrible for him. It's like that person's kind of like great for me. It's just we're both trying to live our lives and like I got powers and she's trying to work in L.A., both difficult jobs. So, you know, it's stuff like that, how it's like. I can tell, like, I bet that Nathan sees her as like his future wife if all things go well. But right now, you know, and then your best friend's bringing up the Braden thing as you're trying to fly through space. And there's no way Nathan's not freezing his ass like completely off that high in the air with just like one. I don't care if it's a Canada goose jacket, you're cold. I would have liked to see the uh, the scarf come back from issue, what was it, three or four, where we had the uh, radiant scarf moment. That was nice. But yeah, just uh, a lot of love stuff. And I don't think that like, I don't think that's off of Nathan's brain. I think that's definitely influencing how he could be losing the powers. Great point. Definitely. I, I, I agree. Like, I think there's a lot there to what you said. And that was eloquently put. And it's also just funny to see the, the pure like shock in, in Marshall's face. Very well illustrated by, I think it's Eduardo in that moment. Or is it both Marshall? And I honestly, I, I they didn't specify. Yeah. Usually they it's specify hard to tell. pages. It, it hard to tell. Yeah, I think it's Eduardo there. I think Eduardo yeah. drew that. But yeah, so um, yeah, just like, you know, the, the power phased out and they're falling it, shitty time to malfunction for the radiant uh nathan manages to get it to work last second carries them or just you know rescues them uh both they're freaking out obviously up in the sky and they, I, 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 this is i feel like if you live in, if you've ever lived in the states or if you've if you've lived in those particular states then you know but they make a joke here, and then they say, I really don't want to die on I-55. So I thought that was really funny. Um, they fly a little bit higher. I thought that was really clever, so that if they ever do drop again, they'll have some like leeway. Uh, it's honestly a little bit morbid to think about that, but I thought that was clever. I find it really funny that, you know, earlier we're talking about, like, an intelligence agency who is supposedly, supposedly, like, we don't know if they're an intelligence agency, but supposedly, and they're claiming to be the USPS. Here we've, we've got a diner. It's literally just called Courtesy Diner, and I love that. Uh, not shady at all, or not shifty at all, I should say. <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh, definitely a good meetup spot for them, and and this was this was just such an awesome confrontation too and i think uh i think definitely the right choice to send nathan in there i don't think sending marshall in there would have would have really got you anywhere nathan needs to be the official spokesperson for radiant black i don't think yeah. there's <laughs> he's the pr he can't yeah, let marshall tweet without him present he has to be <laughs> yeah. there to oversee all tweets because he's like the pr you know i can see that yeah exactly he's definitely the uh, human relations and stuff like that and definitely doing that kind of stuff you're right it's a, it's a good place for nathan to be because he knows how to you know uh not make a complete ass of himself which is very important for these high stakes you know if this goes really bad with shift like really really bad then like you have no hope but at least 
you know, like they're at least talking about more, they're getting information from each other at the very least, even if it ends up kind of similar to it, how, how it has before, like shift isn't an idiot. Like they're, they're playing with that tech. Obviously they figure some stuff out and shift is really important. And I don't know what his memory issues are, but I don't hope that's on a hard drive. It's, it's really ominous too. the way it gave me the same vibes, but in a, in a almost different, similar, but different vibes to when like Excel walked into, or when he walked into that bar with Excel that first time, do you guys remember like how, how yeah. scary that was? Yeah, it's a similar, was... but in a different way. Cause it's like, there's innocent to civilians like here, like Excel actually like cleared everyone out, but Nathan is going here as Nathan. So like, this is even more tense. Do you know what I mean? It's like going in undercover almost. Yes, yeah, so, and Shift spent as much time as these guys have with the Radiance almost because he knows what Red's up to. He knows about Pink and Dead Lucky. They haven't even met BB yet, but hey, I presume, right? I, that's a bit of a spoiler, but like he's on the cover for five. Like I feel like that's not a huge spoiler to say that Shift has been making his way around a few issues. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. If you guys are like hardcore enough to listen to the podcast, I imagine he read Dead Lucky 5. If not, super apologize. But if you went to the stands, you saw a guy on the cover um but yeah um also i like it was clever the way they did the eavesdrop where marshall was outside and nathan presumably had a phone in his pocket and so marshall could overhear the entire conversation so that way you have two minds thinking at once while this is going down instead of one person kind of like relaying the information afterwards getting a you know um you know a secondhand uh retelling of events this is way better and you have two people thinking so they're using their skills of there being two of them the power is pretty pretty smart here yeah, this conversation too, like, it, yeah, it was super tense. Like, yeah, just love the tension the whole time. And then really like this whole thing just like kind of flips to and leads to the reveal kind of like we see the first kind of small but amazing looking front shot of our uh, soon guy. Uh, what do you guys think of that? That kind of made me think like, is that really Marshall? Because if this is in the 001 files, how would that be Marshall? yeah that's the first thing that came to mind that's a good point that kind of destroys a bunch of theories yeah no you're right unless it's like a spirit that can like you know but other yeah than that, yeah so mm-hmm. I, I i kind of had a couple thoughts of this like uh, i just zero... wanna... yeah no, yeah no, yeah go, go ahead no no, no, no go you ahead. go ahead I, you actually have better thoughts than i do probably on this right now so you... i just want to say like does, i just wanted to ask you before i guess you should say your thoughts is that like does that look green or blue or what does that look like uh, to you guys the color it's yeah i don't know but it's yeah it looks green it looks on the like suit a, itself it's like a light shade of green right it looks it looks like i don't i don't know about green it looks maybe it's like almost like teal teal yeah, yeah teal. like a light shade of teal right that's what but it the, looks yeah like. no it's it, the, it looks body, it looks amazing the body no, looks it, like when radium black goes like cape modes yeah right, right? yeah How the, the the rest of the maybe body it has looks. a third form yeah well, if it's like yeah. four maybe. radius fused together oh yeah. yeah that's Ooh, that's a, that is or a like good a, one, a but... combination of a few right because like it could be more than one person or something who even knows because i mean power rangers they always get together into one mechazord or some sit in the end of every episode right i don't think that's beyond at least two radiants in one body we've seen one radiant go in two different bodies so <laughs> two radiants one body spin-off series Ash. Ash. <laughs> oh god <laughs> I just what? if you guys have a already do a link in the show notes. Don't worry. <laughs> Two um, radiants, one body. That's just such that's just such a catchy title. I don't know why, but um, uh, yeah. I, no, I, I just I just quickly wanted to point out, like I I thought it was interesting, like kind of like I had two thoughts, like how did he get this file first of all like yeah it was in 001s like either this happened somewhere else or 001 is from the future um like from the future and kind of like came and is trying to save this earth or it's a conquest it's a campaign from like it happened months ago far far away if you guys zoom in really close, you can see like different colors. Like there's kind of yellows, but it could be the fire, like the the, the fire embers. So like that part, I don't want to like say. For I see sure, a little bit of red, yeah. Yeah, red in his yeah. cape almost. And then yeah. if you look, if you look at his right hand, there's like some orangish glow there. It looks a little bit distorted too, kind of yeah, like yeah. Uh, how zero zero one used to do. Yep. So yeah, like it, it, it's interesting, like zooming in, but it could just be, it could just be the thing as well. Like we, it I looks like they're, they're standing too. At first, I thought they were in space, but it looks like the robots are standing on the ground. Yeah, so I this agree. is like on like the burning, like you know, yeah. Some, this is like Sephiroth shit right here with the burning village. <laughs> All we need is a cloud stripe to stare at. But yeah, 
I you're right. I love I, shit like this is why I love I get so engaged with entertainment, like speculating about little images, little crumbs. And that's why this series has, you know, has got the fan base that it has, the passion of the fan base looking at stuff like this. And it just looks I just, I just want to imagine when we get like an issue with that, with that. Honestly, it could be radiant green. Like it, like I would believe it because, like I said, if you zoom in really close, like the chest looks green, like a green lantern. Like, mm. Do you know what I mean? And then the loin cloth has like shades of red, uh, of green lines going through them, and the boots look kind of green. I'll show you an image, like if I can, I'll show you an image on the Discord right now. Here, look at the chat. It's it's like, do you guys see that, or is it just me? Am I like, is I zoomed in like really hard? <laughs> like it's, what you mean? Yeah, yeah, like his no, his no. chest has like hues of green, like you know what I mean, like the chest plate itself, like it has like hues of green underneath the radiant. So like, but but it could be all of I don't know. Like your guess is as good as mine, but just but who knows what, interesting. what more what other info guys got right? Like when you have this, mm -hmm. you have hard proof of what's only been in their visions. Who knows? Obviously, they're getting into like the CPUs or whatever memory core these some of these robots have and they understand the weapons like shift is incredibly important in this story like he's been yeah. around but like he's crucial and actually now this kind of kind of this page like this might be a a little stretch but like the hair there like if you think like 001 he got this image from the future from 001 ship um like if you see guy's hair right now like it does like you add a ponytail on there i don't know yeah, mm, turn them gray true. somehow and add a scratch across the face. Uh, that could maybe could could be 001 from the future kind of coming back and kind of yeah, trying to save the day. He does. Mm. I've always thought about that because he does kind of have a similar like aesthetic to 001. It's the but, same hair. Yeah, pretty yeah. much the same hair. Like, yeah, or maybe, maybe like 001 is his like, I don't know, like his brother or sibling. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's could be thing, a, right? We don't know anything about Marshall. We know he has a mom. We don't know his last yeah. name. Like I feel like that's the biggest question. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. So what you're Definitely. saying is we don't know what this book is yet. Is no. Well, I said off. <laughs> I said off there. Shift could be Marshall's brother for all we know. Realistically, like we don't know where Marshall's dad is. Marshall's dad could be friggin' Marcus Bell for all we know. Like we don't know. It probably isn't Marcus Bell. But uh, I don't know. I mean, both are assholes. So I don't know. Uh, who knows? Who knows? I like. I like how. Like I really want to commend kyle for the writing here but also uh marcelo and eduardo for the for the art i think the escalation in the conversation the dialogue was so well handled not only in terms of the dialogue itself but in terms of also the actions leading up to the confrontation mm. uh like you could really see things begin to escalate almost like on the edge of my seat as i was reading each of these panels because you could see the faces distort the emotions slowly start to solidify like you could see the the rift between them grow and then mm. you know what i mean the pointing <laughs> once shift pointed i was like it's on it's like on. that's like yeah it's on like shit's gonna go down and then he put the damn knife and i was like holy shit this guy does not fuck around like he's like already thinking about chopping limbs but i want to yeah, say that was, that was intense yeah. Dude, yeah, uh -oh. like, dude, look at his face. Like, he looks really <laughs> evil there. And just, whoever, like, you said he looked like Jimmy Moss. He does kind of look like Jimmy Moss. Maybe it's just yeah. like an evil bastard aesthetic. But I yeah. want to say two, two things. Him transforming midair, really cool. You just know that in a movie, that scene would look perfection. But also the comic was fantastic. Um, and the other thing I want to say is it's really hard to make a fight like this more compelling in terms of like having already seen it two or three times and knowing what the outcome is. But I think the way Kyle wrote this and the way this fight was handled was one of the best I've seen in the entire series because it was fantastically well thought out. The stakes were there. The stakes, the stakes were everything. there. And Shift shows you how capable he is on his own. Even without mm -hmm. his like gang, this dude is not one to be fucked with. He's extremely capable. He's extremely quick on his feet. And, and he he'll go there. He'll make the lethal decisions that, oh, that Marshall yeah. and Nathan won't. And that's why he's oh, a threat. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of, yeah, still, I, that, that theory's on my mind, but I still see like they, 001 and shift, very identical, very identical costumes and powers. And except he has the double sword, maybe he upgraded, got a second sword and uh, that kind of upgraded him. But no, who, who knows? But uh, no, th this was an awesome, awesome fight for sure. I think a lot of it looks like Eduardo. Um, but yeah, some, I, I, yeah, I'm not sure who, did these pages but yeah no it looks awesome the teamwork was was really cool do you guys think shift was 
like trying to threaten them and engage this attack because because Nathan like said um, because like he knows that this so-called USPS sent them to get him. So he's trying to get like trapped for a purpose. Or do you think he actually just like wants the radiant for himself? Like, what do you guys think? I hadn't even thought about that until you just brought it up. And now I'm thinking like with how resourceful this dude is. I, it's tough because he he looked genuinely shocked when when Nathan walked in, like at least like based on the, the illustration, like he looked genuinely shocked there. But yeah. also like yeah, he is very crafty motherfucker, and I question like if he really if he really like wanted to, he could have just teleported out of there. So like, why didn't he leave? You know what I mean? So it's like right. you go bit of a charge tangling with these guys too. Well. I, I, th- I think he's too smart for that. Honestly, I think the only reason he wouldn't have left is if he really genuinely thought that he could have killed one of them. He likes fucking with their heads too, killing them too, of course. But also, he loves messing with people like Satomi, and you know he loves. Oh yeah, he's like the king of the like villain monologue as he's fighting or like even before he fights. But like, I, I still can't tell if he knows more than he's letting on because he's. It seems like he's divulged what he does know, but I feel mm-hmm. like there's more to it. I feel like he knows a little bit more that like very specific key truths that he's omitting, you know, or key details. Sorry, you know that actually makes a lot of sense because. Now that makes me think when the 001 papers were leaked, I don't think everything was leaked because if everything was leaked, people would have access to that image he showed Nathan, right? I'm assuming Just the Nathan headline Marshall, grabbing stuff. Yeah, yeah, like I'm assuming Nathan and Marshall also looked at the at yeah. the papers and they would have they would have seen this. So he I think you're right. I think you're onto something. He definitely has more information than most other people about what's going on the title of the issue is also blackmail so maybe it's deeper than we thought the on the surface blackmail from earlier can we talk about why the usps was so damn interested in his phone (laughs) no i'm telling you i'm telling you it's an intelligence agency man like there's no way it's this is some cecil stedman shit 100 like you guys nailed it look at his tracking numbers for the weapons and this is people this is some wakanda forever shit they're gonna know he took something off the scene like they're gonna know you know they're gonna know like the phone's gone like they're not stupid what human has left the house of their phone you know uh, Mm -hmm. you know that we we, we have the white room in invincible right the white room like with the so what do you guys think we're gonna get for the headquarters here micro existence do they just gonna have their own like little pocket of existence they're gonna be able yeah. to go to now it'd be, be, now it'd be time to stay still yeah no i don't know yeah that'd be cool but no i, I don't know there, there's something going on with this guy though for, Dude, for Ke- sure. kyle was so slick about like kieran too like he tweeted about him like once or twice like in the lead up to this issue like a couple of days before it but he was very quiet about it in comparison to other characters that he's he's tweeted about to get us like all popped up and excited <laughs> I mean, I mean, dude, he's gonna be a pretty spry dude to be no one at that age. I'm just saying that's some Dark Knight hey. Returns Batman like shit right there. Don't dad butt shame. You don't get scared. Oh, I'm, like not, I'm not shaming. I'm just, bowling. I'm just saying that's. A, I'm, t- I'm actually commending him. If you could pull that off, that's impressive. <laughs> I'm just joshing and Mills and uh, no, I'm not doing that. That's a stretch. But I will say that uh, I don't know. I like it. And I'm really interested in what we're doing with this robot head here with uh, with uh, with Wendell. I think that's really cool to have him. You know, he could be getting information of his own on them. They could be. What if they get some information uh, like how they got the photo of Soon Guy? What if they get a picture that's a completely different thing? Like we can have alternate futures as well. We don't know if that's if their vision is correct. The vision we had back in what was it, Supermassive? That could just be bullshit because we've changed things because Wendell's been interfering. We don't. The oh, he's. Uh, I think that's a definite possibility. He's said multiple times that things change. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So who also, knows what future? Did, did you guys notice that when when Marshall grabbed Shift? And shift teleported. It took them both. Yes. They did not know that. I didn't know that before that that would happen. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, I'd have to watch the the powers interacting. But usually he can take people with him, right? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. So that's really cool. And I just didn't know that, like, if he voluntarily, involuntarily grabbed him, that it would take him. With him. I just thought that was really cool. Mm. But yeah, like that. He. I don't know. I I do agree that overall, like. It did seem partially like it could have been an like a, a planned surrender almost. But um one thing I think I think none of us have floated is what if the USPS guy is actually working with shift? Like maybe maybe there's even that, but that seems obviously Ooh. less likely. But that could be cool too. Or what if shift would have saved Marshall's life and this with him behind bars, Marshall dies too. Wendell could have ensured his death. Like I like the not nefarious, but like necessary you know, kind of shady stuff that he does to save the world. Because, like, as shitty as it sounds, like, training Marshall's life for, like, uh, not going into, like, 
you know, cosmic war, I think is actually something you could at least consider, you know, as fucked up as it might sound. Cause like, you know, like every day, Wendell's haunted by visions of uh, the, the bad timeline of what could happen and stuff like that and doing nothing to prevent it and knowing you're in it, you'd only feel even shittier knowing you did nothing to stop it. So like, I like, where's this one? I need the, what I'm saying is I need the Wendell spinoff. I need the Wendell six issue. Like, <laughs> where, where is it? No, I'm just kidding. But yeah. would be sweet. Yeah, this could be, could be pretty timey wine. Maybe by the end, they, they end up sending all the radiance back to earth to end up saving the day. Like they all get fucked. They end up having to send the radiance. That's how they get to earth. They send them there mm-hmm. but yeah i, no, I want we, wendell to get his ocarina time ending where he gets to go back and live his future his, his life with his wife uh, and his, kids. yeah his happy uh, yeah. um, did, did anyone did anyone translate uh what the robot says yeah. at the end? I, initiate I initiate 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 okay. yeah okay. so so but just one real quick i i i had a feeling when kieran asked for the phone and radiant black was like oh i don't have the phone i had a feeling one of them at least had the phone did, did you guys think like feel the same way? Or do you? Yeah, yeah. Think, yeah. Okay. And I, I think I also think Kieran knows that they have it too. Like they. Oh yeah. They're, yeah. So he's oh, like, yeah. okay, I'll he'll probably run the footage, right? He'll probably run the oh, footage yeah. from the security and see that he showed them a clip. Like he'll probably see the exchange. Notice that like before they got aggressive, that uh, zero. Uh, that uh, sorry, that guy showed them a picture, and that's when things like you know, got heavy. So, or that's when they started to get agitated. So I guarantee that he knows you're probably right. Password's cool for his phone. It's just phone one, two, four, eight, like every number doubles. So it's almost like a black hole expanding exponentially. I kind of like that. I, I, it's probably not intentional, but that's a nice little <laughs> Easter egg for someone that reads too much into things. Um, that's right. I, I came to make four numbers into radiant black. <laughs> I just want to yeah. say like Wendell is I didn't. I know Wendell is like smart as fuck, but since when does he know how to program like uh, extraterrestrial robots? This dude is like sitting there putting together. Like, I guess his power must give him like certain. I guess knowledge. Yeah, because he can. He can. He can just like literally hook the entire machine up. He does it like he, you know, he he does it all. Gets it set up, and then he literally does the thing like you like you said, where he could guess the password. He does all the possibilities. I, I love that they showcase his powers like that. At least like once an issue, whenever he's involved. Mm-hmm. But the ending, man, like what a cliffhanger! Like what a way to end this issue. First of all, I want to ask you a couple of questions to all you guys before we conclude this episode. The first one is: we've obviously seen the cover for Radiant Black number twenty-two. We've seen that it's in in LA. And we've seen right there at the bottom it says next LA. What 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 do you guys think? Like, why do we have to suddenly go to LA when we got so much happening in this issue? And we've even had the two characters say that they're not going to go to LA. So plus, shit's going down in San Diego too, (laughs) and dead lucky. Like (laughs) California is uh, popping off right now. So I'm kind of hoping. I don't think there's time to run into uh, BB, but it would be cool. But yeah, what do you guys think about uh, going to LA next week? why is it only nathan on the cover as well he seemed, he seemed pretty set like i feel like nathan did seem pretty set in his ways maybe he is uh what, what is the last time like we kind of uh we heard nathan um nathan and uh oh, what's her name like his his ex-girlfriend kind of have, have the talk like what what did they end off with like when, what's the last conversation what, what, they had? didn't didn't they just say like that he wasn't like it was like the same thing as before where he didn't want to move and she didn't want to move so they just like she just went back to work right oh, okay. isn't that what happened yeah yeah yeah, yeah i think you're yeah, right. went to work so, on a movie with Braden or something and that's the last we heard of her yeah, no, that's yeah. true. I was gonna say, yeah, maybe he's going to just kind of close things off, but no, that's a that's quite a that's quite a hike to be doing that. Um, but yeah, who who knows? But he can fly over there, so it won't take it won't take too long. So, um, but yeah, no, it's it's interesting too, and because Wendell also says like, yeah, going to LA doesn't affect the timeline in any way. You can read the phone on the trip, like you can go. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know kind of what that means. I don't know if yeah. We'll be interesting to see if Marshall goes with him or, yeah, kind of what's going on. Yeah. I'm honestly very excited for the fact that they kept this, like, low-key because – at least the, the reason behind it low-key because it, it I'm really pumped. Like, I was already – I'm like, I was already super pumped because we're obviously building up the Catalyst War. But I think this also – this other part, this other story thread right here has me super pumped as well. Just finding out, like, what's going on between the two why is nathan going back to la is it just jj is it like something happened with him and marshall my is theory orson 
I think what happened is they both went, but uh, Marshall is going to go and go to and find the. Uh, he's going on the celebrity tours to find the house of the beloved writer of Cal, and he's going to go meet Kyle <laughs> oh Higgins. That's what I think he's going to do. <laughs> oh my God! I would be. Fun. I would love that. I'm not even fucking with you. I would love that. Like, if, if that would be that, really funny. Like, it'd be like Donny. It'd be like Kate's in crossover, except like a little less self indulgent. A little less, <laughs> but but yeah, no, I, I'd be down for that. I think it'd be funny, but I don't think that's what he's doing. I don't know. Marshall might not go. Like Marshall might stay behind. He's got to pay rent. He's got bills. He's got a he's got a whole house to take care of by himself. So that's, that's a lot of that's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, good point. A quick shout out to uh, Igor Monti, who did the gorgeous one twenty five incentive variant for this issue. It's the one with the shift and just big shift head and reading black is in oh, his like man. hands, tiny, gorgeous cover. You've seen I us use that. it in the yeah. You've seen it's it's like a celestial holding him. Yeah, it, no, that's exactly what it reminds me of, honestly. And we've we've put it in our uh, video where we spotlighted Igor Monti. If you haven't checked that out, uh, we did a new segment, Massive vs. Creator Spotlight, where we spotlight different creators and talk about their techniques, contributions, and we did the first one on the incredible Igor Monti. I assume colors to him are like actors on like a Kubrick movie. It's like, use me however you need me. Like, you know what you're doing? Like, his colors. I mean, we've said, we're not over... Oh, kind of cut out there at the end. Uh, oh no worries. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we'll just edit that out. Anyways, keep going. No, you're good. Um, what what did you? Uh, I guess you're, you're the uh, kind of the the podcast. Uh, I don't know the 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 Marshall School of Business person here. The the big fan, number one fan. So uh, what what do you think of this one? I actually loved it. I thought it was. I think it was. Uh, you know, I had famously had a lot to say last on the last one, but I I thought it was great. I mean. We saw the ice cream man had his due a couple years ago. Now it's time for the milkman to step into the spotlight and really show just uh, just what they do. And I love it. I love it whenever you do real estate on the carton. Like it, it, like what makes a great school of business? I think it's a ridiculous premise with really good stingers and really good like a good punch at the end. Like it's almost like reading like a Garfield comic because they're short and you're just trying to get like a comedy premise going, like a Sunday strip. But no, I I can't even like it was it was so great with like helps the glue like why is it room temperature helps the glue cold like the the glue uh, hold so it's like this is ridiculous and the idea like hinders the product I'm even trying to sell and talk it's just I love it it has to be like the perfect shitty idea like Nathan for you anyways you know what I <laughs> I, I I think personally I I don't know how how it's possible but I I'm, I'm gonna. I somehow, some way, got to figure out how to push. We, we got to get Matt to to write one of these Marshall School of Business one day, man. That would be uh, well, you don't have to push me to write it. To get one published is uh, <laughs> another story. But yeah. Oh, um, but man, I, fuck. Like, I don't know. Just number one fan here. Like, man. I think we're more likely know. to get a little itty bitty mixtape than that. But um, either way, it's all good. I, I like that. Yeah, he's like got the ideas, show. I'm sure. I'm sure you got a ton of yeah. ideas. I have one right now. One day, you, you never know. Put that shit, will that shit into existence, literally. Fuck yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. I'll uh, we'll wheaten that shit into existence. We'll see what happens. I'll do the I'll do the behind the scenes show, and eventually, who knows? Maybe just take, just take a bath with your radiant and say it three times before you put it in, and I'm sure it'll happen. <laughs> as long as I don't say you know Beetlejuice, the bath bomb is what I meant. No, but I, I I do agree with Matt. I thought this was a great Marshall School of Business. Really liked it. Um, Daniel Kibblesmith, really interesting to see him do Marshall School of Business. Welcome addition. Daniel Barrett, we've seen him do uh, variants for. Uh, Radiant Black before, so welcome back. And then Becca Carey, of course, she's she's everywhere in Massive Verse. Honestly, <laughs> I'd be surprised if there was a Massive Verse book and it wasn't lettered by by Becca Carey at this point. Yeah. Um, but, has there been one? I don't think there has been. I, I think they're all has. Becca, right? Isn't isn't no? Actually, you're. I think you're right. I think they might all be Becca. Yeah. So I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Is BC Comics coming at you? No, Hassan Hassan Otsman El Hau is is doing no one. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so so, so far it's only been Becca. Yeah, so so far I think it's only been Becca. Yeah. So I, is this a cameo or first appearance of a Lady Bitty? Because <laughs> he's on the, on the on the it's just a picture of him. So I mean that's a good question. What, it is a good question because it ties in because Bash has been doing the uh, on the Twitter account he's been tweeting out he went through all the Massiverse books and put out the first appearance like most usually have to purchase these in stories he's kind of uh, you know tips on uh, you know first appearances and cameos and that but Bash did a great job on Twitter on the Radiant Black Pod Twitter at Radiant Black Pod you can see that uh, I don't know who did the photoshopping Ali was that you. No, that was all him. He did. Damn, he did it all. Oh, yeah. Bravo! Oh, nice. Bravo. Yeah, yeah. So check it out. A good way to collect the series. A lot of people like have questions about. Oh, when does this happen? When does this happen? 
or if, if you just like want certain issues for certain characters, you can go get it. I just want to say in advance, Supermassive number one, it's probably like the second most important book in the entire Massiverse in terms of mm-hmm. first appearances because it has like three big first appearances like Dead Lucky, uh, Rogue Sun, and Vertical Red. So get that because those characters are amazing. And if you, I just want to say real quick and, and real quick because we do have to end here. I have a meeting break coming very soon, but we, Massiverse is very uh, creator oriented in the sense that yes, it's a universe that is shared and we'll, we'll do a YouTube video on this because I feel like it'll help newer readers. It's a shared universe, but everybody has their respective, like, you know, domain, their sandbox. So yeah, I mean, sorry, yeah, their domain, but they're all sharing the same sandbox. So You've got Dead Lucky in, in San Francisco. You've got Radiant Black in in uh, in, uh, in Chicago, right? Yeah, and they're all sharing yeah. custody of Shift. Yeah. Who yeah. goes to see parents <laughs> on the weekend and yeah. all that. <laughs> Shift is the one that shifts around, exactly. Yeah. But every, yeah. everyone is in their own place. And you'll eventually see a crossover or something in terms of maybe a character goes here or something like that. But you never need to read any one book to understand the other. Like Rogue Sun, Dead Lucky, Raining Black, you can literally pick up any of them and just yes. read them without reading the other. And that's I think that's the most important thing about the it's crucial. Yeah. As this it's, expands yeah. bigger and bigger, it's crucial. Like, you never have to feel pressured to read everything because you really don't have to read everything. The One of the most beautiful things that editor Michael Basul and uh, just the whole team, Kyle Higgins, all the creative uh, people involved in this, in the Massiverse and the writers, they, they did this on purpose. They wanted to make it uh, accessible. So every book you could literally, if you want to read Rogue Sun and just read Rogue Sun, you would never have to worry about missing out on anything. Of course, there is always that like, you know, they, they might always do super massive. Yeah, like they'll do super massive with all of them teaming up. You won't miss out on anything happening at Rogue Sun if you don't read super massive. But it's always cool to see those characters team up if you want something more. Um, but I do want to say I highly recommend all the Massiverse books so far, in particular uh, Rogue Sun and Dead Lucky. And I've seen a lot of people kind of say like, Dead Lucky has been the one that's like suffered the most so far because it's slower. But I've, I've, and we've stressed this before, and I've particularly stressed this before because I've seen the merit and importance and significance of. It. I just use the same word twice differently. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. But the significance of 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 having Supermassive number one as a foundation for Rogue Sun was huge, and you saw that in the shift <laughs> towards Rogue Sun when we moved to that in its own series. Like there was a, a decent amount of setup for Rogue Sun in Supermassive. But it's not the same for Dead Lucky, who didn't have any setup. It ha- she uh, she has to set up everything. Everything in that story has to be built up. Whereas in Rogue Sun, you already understood that there was a mantle. You understood that there was a character. You were familiar with who this character was. It's the same thing with Inferno Girl Red. You're very familiar with who Inferno Girl Red, in some instances, yeah. is. Because Cassie already showed up in Supermassive. But Dead Lucky had literally just one... <laughs> literally tiny glimpse yeah. in a page so we, she had to, we never knew nothing about dead lucky she's the only one in the massive verse where everything had to be developed in the series itself yeah. exactly established you had to build that over time and if you look at dead lucky there's a lot of first appearances over the the, the the course of the three or four issues that we've gotten so far or five issues we've gotten so far many characters appear i think melissa has done an amazing job crafting that her own corner of the universe of the massive verse uh, setting up so many interesting characters. Yeah. And if and you I drop think, it lucky by one, two, yeah. or three, like you're going to regret it. Oh, been, my God. The yeah. pacing has been it's been, good. it's been fantastic. Yeah, it's, been yeah. good. it's built up so well. And I, I think that it's crescendoing hard right now with issue five. So if you really want like action, build, like you want the build up to pay off, I think five and six are, are, are like it's happening there. And I think just generally speaking uh, for comics, in this in this in this day and age it's really hard to do a lot if you're not marvel or dc with one issue because those characters often aren't established so you have to set up a lot of things and it's not like and you know like an for an indie superhero book in particular like imagine invincible imagine just reading two issues of invincible and thinking like yeah this is like for sure most people yeah like and i think someone said the other day like if invincible was came out today it would have been canceled like some like some editor or some writer said this so it's like I do agree because we a lot of series these days get canceled really fast. So it's likely, yeah. Give 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 them an arc. You know what I mean? If you really yeah. don't feel it, of course you don't have to read it. But if you if you've been reading like Dead Lucky or Reading Black and you just learn like issue one or two, but you felt like you know maybe there's something there, give it a chance. Give it like six issues, five issues. I remember a lot of people saying they didn't like issue of Reading Black issue three, but by the time four or five came out, it completely changed the entire scope and everything in the series for them. It got so much better. And people even dropped it in black and then came back to it at that point. 
So yeah, it does I, feel like I, a homework issue, but when you do most homework, you're better for it. You know, <laughs> like three, three I think is a love letter to writers. I think if you're a writer, you love it. But I, yeah, I, love, I love three, but I'm not a writer, but I love three still. I yeah, I, I'm biased in that regard too. But it is like I can see it when you're when you're looking for like, oh my god, I wonder what Marcelo's gonna draw. And then you see like big scripts and stuff like that. I can see it kind of be like a oh fuck. But no, it's like really good, and I'm glad we did, especially with what happened in four. So yeah, we're not gonna mm-hmm. revisit that, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna go here, guys. Check out our de- our uh, giveaway for in front of go red we're giving away three copies um it's on twitter discourse so but you already have issues at least right guys because in front of go red if you're not picking that up uh you haven't listened <laughs> to anything i said no it's it's really good highly recommend in front of go red please i need to see a volume two of this so definitely pick up in front of go yes red. please and uh yeah thanks to everyone for joining us best one of the best communities in comic books out there and just want to give a sh- quick shout out to our patrons thank you so much for supporting us patrick joe J, and noah Noah, I'm going to get that reading pink variant, which I just finally got shipped to me out to you tomorrow. You should get it probably next week. Um, hopefully by the time this episode is on, maybe before, maybe after, who knows? Anyway, thank you everyone so much for joining us today. We'll see you next time in LA. Stay radiant. <laughs>